up on today's federal newscast, a look at the direction the Trump administration wants federal agencies to head in its 2020 budget request. Some DHS employees will be getting new digs very soon. And the General Services Administration signs on for a new way of making sure companies who do business with the government are in good standing. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. A more thorough version of the president's 2020 budget request includes more details about the Trump administration's proposed 2020 pay freeze for civilian employees. The White House again says it prefers performance-based bonuses over across-the-board pay raises. The Office of Management and Budget will issue guidance later this year on how agencies can more strategically reward top performers. The president's budget proposal also revives another recommendation from 2019. The White House wants to cut the amount of sick and annual leave for federal employees and move those days under one bucket. The president's 2020 budget request also includes a wide variety of updates to the civil service system as the administration wants to hire more term and temporary employees. The plan would compensate them differently than the average career federal employees by moving current and future term employees under a defined contribution plan. It also wants to expand critical skills authorities for agencies and create an industry exchange program for top talent to move back and forth from government to the private sector. President Trump's fiscal 2020 budget proposal also looks to help the IRS save up to $56 billion over the next decade through increased tax oversight. The budget would allow the agency to set higher standards for paid tax repairs. It also proposes giving the IRS more discretion to correct errors on tax returns beyond simple math mistakes. Federal spending on IT for fiscal 2020 may be going down overall, but most agencies would see more money. Here's some more details from Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Agencies are requesting about $200 million less next year for federal IT. But a strong majority of the civilian agencies actually will see increases in 2020, in some cases, pretty large ones. Overall, the Trump administration is asking for about $51 billion next year in federal IT spending for civilian agencies. That's up from the $46.7 billion requested in 2019 by the Trump administration for civilian IT. The Defense Department would see about a $1.2 billion drop to account for most of the overall decrease in federal IT spending next year. I'm Jason Miller. Federal real property disposal would be simpler under a proposal from the Trump administration. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In its 2020 budget analysis, the administration says progress on getting rid of excess property has slowed because the easiest disposal candidates are gone. It wants Congress to amend Title 40 by eliminating agencies' obligations to find worthy places to donate property. Instead, agencies could render a property excess and proceed directly to a sale. The administration says that would be a better deal for taxpayers. I'm Tom Temin. The Pentagon is requesting nearly $23 billion for its military intelligence program in 2020. For the fifth year in a row, DOD requests more funds for its so-called black budget. The account pays for special operations activities and advanced intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance, among other intelligence-related items. 
The Air Force wants to increase the money it spends on recapitalizing and modernizing its installations by 2% per year. A new strategy plans to turn the tides on the Air Force's $33 billion in deferred installations maintenance. Air Force leaders say the installations issue is starting to affect readiness. The Air Force also wants to use big data to better predict when to perform regular maintenance on installations so they last longer. About a 1,000 Homeland Security Department employees will be moved to the agency's St. Elizabeth's campus in southeast D.C. between March and April. Those employees include staff from the Office of the Secretary and Executive Management, as well as employees from the agency's Office of Operations Coordination. DHS and the General Services Administration, as part of the fiscal 2020 budget request, have together asked lawmakers for more than $400 million for St. Elizabeth's construction. The new personnel system the Pentagon set up for its cyber workforce has dramatically accelerated the process of bringing new civilian workers on board. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The Cyber Accepted Service is still in its infancy, even though Congress authorized it more than three years ago. But U.S. Cyber Command says its average hiring time has fallen from 111 days to just 44 days since it adopted CES. The Pentagon wants to eventually expand the system to cover some 15,000 workers across the military services, but it's got a long way to go. So far, it's only converted about 400 jobs to the accepted service. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. After 25 years, the General Services Administration is changing how it verifies that companies are eligible to do business with or receive assistance from the government. GSA awards a five-year, $41 million contract to Ernst & Young to provide entity validation services for the federal award process. The agency says the new contract will reduce duplication and simplify the verification process. GSA had received these services from Dun & Bradstreet for the last quarter of a century. And after two men died of carbon monoxide poisoning in a public housing complex in South Carolina, one of the state's congressional members wants housing and urban development to provide carbon monoxide detectors in all of its units. Congressman Joe Cunningham introduces the Safe Housing for Families Act to require HUD to put the devices in place. Carbon monoxide poisoning has led to at least 11 deaths in HUD housing since 2003. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (laughs) 